0: I figure it's time to get this out of the way. There is no normal anymore. We all need to face that. Not to be a bummer and start things off on a sad note, but it is reality. Normal is gone and will not come back. Well, that's not true. We'll reach a, as much as I hate the phrase, new normal. We will find our footing, learn how to balance once again, and move on as humans have for millennia. We're an adaptable bunch of primates, that's for sure. So what will the new landscape look like as far as society goes? (laughs) I have no idea. I don't think anyone does. We're standing on a precipice and we're either going to leap off into oblivion or we're going to take a couple steps back and rethink the actions that brought us here or shit's just going to burn baby burn. I've written a lot of post-apocalyptic end of the world dystopian fiction, so I have a few ideas of how bad it could get. Let's hope it doesn't go there. Although some Mad Max hot rods would be cool to tool around in. (laughs) No, 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 there is no upside to the apocalypse. Say it with me. There is no upside to the apocalypse. But let's forget about society's possible collapse. Let's think about writing for a minute or two. As a writer, what do I write about? Things are pretty wild. So how do I beat that? Also, do I include COVID into my stories now? Even though this part of history is still writing itself, do I bring this pandemic into the backstory of my futuristic tales? And what about contemporary fiction? Is COVID now part of the narrative? Or do readers want to forget about the insanity we've been plunged into and pretend that life, at least in books, is what it always was? And these are big questions. I have no answers, but I do have thoughts. Thoughts that you as fans, readers, and fellow writers might want to hear, or not, up to you. And speaking of you, a few of you all chimed in about this subject, readers and writers. I'm going to talk about this shit, so buckle up and get ready. Welcome to Writing in Suburbia with Jake Bible. Hey y'all, just wanted to let you know that I have more than this podcast going on. I'm also publishing a weekly newsletter, as well as releasing chapters of novels, the original podcast recording of Dead Mech, the Friday Night Drabble Party, and so much more. Where is all this greatness? Go to jakebible.substack.com. That's jakebible.substack.com. You can subscribe for free and get plenty of cool stuff weekly. Or become a paid subscriber and get the first releases of novels and audiobooks before they go on sale. Full access to the Dead Mech podcast immediately instead of weekly installments. Access to the full archive and exclusive threads and discussions. Plus a ton of cool stuff I haven't even thought up yet. Head over to jakebible.substack.com and subscribe now. Again, welcome to Writing in Suburbia with Jake Bible. What is this podcast? It's a place where I talk about my career as a professional writer, my fiction, my dreams, my life and family, host other authors eventually, try out some new things, and just be real for a moment. I promise not to get preachy, to always be kind, and to be 100% honest without hurting anyone. So, sit back and relax and prepare to be entertained. But, Before we get into the meat of the episode, how about some quick Jake Bible Fiction news? Welcome to the jbf news speaking of different times and post-apocalyptic fiction and all that i've released the original dead mech podcast back out into the wild yep the podcast novel version from back in 2008 is now dropping into the podcast feed paid subscribers get access to all the episodes at once so if you are the impatient type then go subscribe for just five dollars a month or fifty dollars a year Seriously, people, that's the equivalent of buying me a pint of beer a month. One pint. Just the one. But I totally get if you can't subscribe. You'll still get every episode, just on a weekly basis. That's cool. What else is going on? Just got the edits back for the sixth Roke novel, Quantum Chaos. Everything looks good, so we'll probably be seeing this baby published in the next couple of months. Just waiting on the cover. Working hard on the seventh Roke novel... I just had a crazy epiphany and it will change the entire dynamic of the story, but for the good. I mean, that's kind of the point, right? So trust me, this is going to be great. Also, you know, I've I've been posting every week Friday night Drabble Party, and it's not just the 100 word microfiction that's in there. Check out the promos, the shares, the links to new books that are on sale, free, all that goodness. You'll dig them. Now, Let's move on from the news and get to the meat of the episode. Thanks y'all. 2020, I don't have to tell you that we'll be talking about this year for a very long time. I highly doubt there will be a point in the rest of my life where I don't reference 2020, seriously. I mean, we are facing quite possibly the most important presidential election in the history of this country. This is some make-or-break shit here, folks. Crazy. And none of it is within my control. That's some scary shit there, I tell you. All I can do is try to be a good person to my family, my friends, myself, and anyone I come in contact with. That's about all I can do to impact the insanity. Because we're in a pandemic. A fucking pandemic. A- pandemic. What the fuck, God? I mean, come on. But hey, here we are. And it's interesting to say the least. I'm not going to go on about the collapse of society. No, I'm I'm going to narrow in for a few minutes and chat about how COVID has affected writing and publishing. Now, if you're listening because you're a fan of mine, don't worry. This episode is for you, not just for the writers listening. I'm going to chat about the big picture, but then dial in on my stuff. And Let's face it, you all love it when I talk about my stuff, right? Right? Right. Also, I put up a thread on jakebible.substack.com and asked readers and writers to chime in. They did. Some of you may be listening right now. I'll expand on what folks said so you all get more than just my two cents. On a macro level, publishing has taken quite a hit since the pandemic started. On a very basic level, papers become a tad precious. It is hard for publishers to even print all the books they want to print. Who saw a paper shortage coming? If y'all had a pandemic bingo card, would it have included a paper shortage? Nope. And maybe paper shortage isn't totally accurate. But paper supply instability is accurate and has basically the same effect. Which is chaos. So we've got that going on. It's one of many reasons I won't be creating print versions of my books as I re-release them. Realistically, y'all wouldn't be able to get a print copy even if I wanted to sell them. Or there'd be such a delay that refunds will wipe out any profit I could possibly hope to make. And since I did say I'd chat about my stuff, then let's chat about profit for a quick second. Print books make me almost no money. It's that simple. Maybe if conventions were still a thing, then I'd look into creating physical copies to sell at tables, but in person cons are gone, y'all. Cons are gone. So I'm sticking with ebooks and audiobooks. Sorry. Maybe when this shit stabilizes, I'll rethink print. But for now, it's off the table. Okay, back to COVID. People have been quarantined for months now. Maybe not everyone, but a good chunk of the USA and the world. Folks are looking for content. They need something to occupy time they just didn't have before. However, that's a privileged statement. There are millions in this country that have no more free time than they did before. Some have even less as they scramble to make ends meet. A lot of readers responded to my thread that they have less money, less time, and less ability to focus on ebooks or audiobooks. Stress is really hitting hard. So I am 100% aware of the caveat that hangs over my statement like the sword of Damocles. 10 points to anyone that started singing Rocky Horror. Good for you. Anyway, despite the many hardships we're all facing, and I'm facing them too, trust me, there has certainly been an upsurge in the need for content Book sales, even the scarce print sales, are up for publishers. And why not? Books, whether physical or digital, are easy to buy online or over an app on your phone. Click, 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 buy, read. And audiobooks are up too. I have heard that audiobook sales are down, but that may just be for Audible. I need to do more research into this and feel free to comment in this episode post on Substack. But from what it looks like, many audiobook retailers are saying sales are up between 10 and 70%. Now, that's a huge spread, I know, but up is up. I know my audiobook sales have been up, which is good. Not a ton, but at least the sales haven't dropped. So let's move on from sales stats and agree that things ain't so bad for the industry. Chaos and uncertainty, but not dire. Not so good for brick and mortar booksellers, though. But that goes for all small businesses in the U.S. right now. Mom and pops are dying by the buttload. It's sad. It really is. I'm trying not to think about it too much since there is absolutely nothing I can do. I buy local, but like everyone else, I only have so much disposable income. I alone can't save all my hometown businesses. We're at a virus's whim, y'all. Sigh. All right, let's move on from business and talk story. How do I incorporate COVID into my writing? It feels weird when I watch TV or movies that were made pre-COVID. At times, it's comforting to see the old normal on the screen, but at the same time, I know it's not realistic. That world no longer exists. It makes me wonder about my own stories to come, and if the old world is what readers want. I have a great idea for a crime thriller series. I was going to make it contemporary, but contemporary changes day to day now. You have to be in the moment to know what is going on. Yesterday was yesterday, and it almost has no bearing on today. Just look at the headlines and the rapid disintegration of, well,
1: everything.
0: It's exponential, y'all. I've seriously considered setting my series back in the 80s and stripping away all of the modern trappings. It could work, but then I need to make sure I know my history well enough so there aren't any historical and cultural inconsistencies or inaccuracies. I mean, even though I lived through the 80s, I'm not an expert on the 80s. I'm an expert on me in the 80s, but even then, you know, memories fade, so... Hell, that's one reason I like writing far future sci-fi. I get to make it all up, and I don't have to worry about modern realism at all. Some writers I've spoken to have said COVID hasn't affected their writing much. Not the stories, at least. Many write speculative fiction like sci-fi, so they have end-arounds. Even some of the writers I know that work strictly in the contemporary are saying they're just going to add COVID in. Or not. Either way, no one seems to have a definitive answer. We're all just figuring it out as we go. Of course... Whether or not to include COVID into the story is only half the problem. Why only half? Because I'm the writer, and the other half of the equation is the reader. I can only speak for myself as a reader, and I wouldn't even begin to speak for others when it comes to their preference on whether or not to include COVID into the narrative. Let's say I do. Will that turn readers off? It might. There will probably be a section of my readers that want only to escape. They do not want to deal with COVID when they curl up with a book for the night. They want stories and tales that take them away from the troubles of a pandemic. But let's say I don't include COVID into anything I write. For my Rogue series and the other Galactic Fleet novels, that's not a problem. I already describe Earth as an abandoned toxic wasteland where beings in the galaxy spit on the ground after mentioning it because to not spit is very bad luck. I think I nailed the vibe there, so all good with that series. But, and this is because my hyper-creative mind won't quit, I'm not going to be writing far-future sci-fi adventure novels forever. The risk I face is that there are certainly a section of readers that will not only be turned off if I don't realistically mention COVID, but will actively get angry, because they'll see it as an inaccurate portrayal of reality, or their version of reality at least. These readers are the ones that leave scathing reviews because expectations were not met. They vilify writers and their works on social media and create shitstorms supreme because they take personal offense to anything that isn't hyper-realistic according to their views. They are the well actualies of our times. You know who I'm talking about. I make a misstep and I'll be playing damage control for months, maybe even years. Think I'm being dramatic? Just look at the reviews of some of my books that take issue with foul language. These are the same readers, in my opinion. or the same mindset. I write a lot of military adventure and military sci-fi. I don't know if you know this, but folks in the military curse. A lot. Like a lot lot. Like a fucking shitload lot. Yet, I see reviews that call out my use of language as wrong. People don't talk like that. No one talks like that. How dare I? How dare I? The anger jumps from the screen. I have a feeling I'm in that same boat with COVID it's going to be a damned if I do damned if I don't situation. I asked readers about this and no one really answered. Most are more concerned with being able to afford books, let alone how COVID is handled inside the books. And I get that. And none of this is even taking into account the fact that this virus has been politicized. Jesus fucking Christ, y'all. People have lost their goddamn minds. Sigh. But moving on from that, let's talk about time. I've gotten a lot of well-meaning messages and comments and emails and whatnot saying that, hey, the upside of getting laid off, which I was back in March, is that now I have more time to write. Ah, nope. Being in quarantine for a pandemic has not given me more time to write. I appreciate the positive take, and I get it because I'm an optimist at heart, so thank you, seriously, to everyone out there that went for the bright side view. Y'all rock. And And I mean that. This is not sarcasm. I do appreciate the messages. But the reality is that I write fast anyway, so it was never a matter of needing more time. So what I want to talk about is the quality of time. Don't worry about me. I'm good. I have a unique ability to shove all the shit away and get down to work. But there are a lot of writers out there that can't do that. Not sure if you know this, but writers and artists in general aren't always the most stable people mentally and emotionally. No, seriously, it's true. And that's in the good times. COVID times? Yeah, we got some creatives that aren't doing so hot. I will tell you, it is hard to create when shit is all messed up in your head. It's hard to create when you feel like the rug is going to be pulled out from under you at any moment. Or fuck, is actively being pulled out from under you right now. If you are a creator out there and you are struggling, and I have spoken to many that are, please reach out. I'm here to help, and I know there are many others that are offering support too. You're you're not alone. And if you are a consumer of what creators create, please be kind and understand that shit is messed up and maybe the next book you've been dying for might take a little longer to come out. Maybe check your favorite author's back catalog. See what they've written that you haven't read yet. Everyone needs the cash right now, so if you can afford it, buying an older title may be the help some creators need. It really comes down to do what you can, whether creator or consumer, just do what you can. Let's see, what else? You know, I'm not sure. (laughs) Honestly, there is way too much to unpack each day when it comes to modern times that I am sure I could talk about this subject for hours upon hours. I won't subject you to that. But let's keep the conversation going. There is a thread on my substack, .substack jakebible.substack.com, where we've been discussing this issue. Please feel free to join in. I truly do want to hear what you all have to say. Cool? Cool. Now, how about we leave it here and call it an episode? I know I'm exhausted. So exhausted, whew. But before I say goodbye, how's about a super quick word from our sponsor, which is me, I'm the sponsor. And this week, because we're getting close to Halloween, I'm a spooky sponsor. <laughs> Hello, booze, ghouls, non-binary, and non-living folks out there. Do you like zombies? Do you like mechs? Do you like post-apocalyptic wastelands filled with cults and cannibals and city-states and hundreds of thousands of the undead? Then you're gonna love dead mech. In the far, far future, dead mech asks the question, what happens when a mech pilot dies while piloting their 50-foot battle robot and then becomes a zombie? You get a dead mech. Dead Mech is available for free as an ebook, and you can find the link at jakebible.com. Want to listen for free? Then check out the re-release of the original podcast version of the novel. Or sell me your soul- I mean, subscribe for free at jakebible.substack.com, and you'll get an episode each week delivered right to the podcast player of your choice. Hell, you may have already noticed an episode or two in this very feed. Don't want to wait each week? Then feel free to either become a paid subscriber at jakebible.substack.com and get all of the episodes at once or go to jakebible.com and purchase the audiobook from the web store or buy it from one of those giganto-mega-corporations. They have copies waiting for you, too. Remember, head to jakebible.com or jakebible.substack.com, you're going to love it. That guy's kind of spooky, right? I mean, I almost scared myself until I remembered it was me. Whew, glad I remembered that. I mean, I I probably would have been up all night with nightmares. You're probably gonna be up all night with nightmares just because of that horrible, horrible commercial. But hey, it is, no, I'm not gonna say it. All right, before I kick it over to the end credits, I wanted to just say thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reading. Thank you for participating in the discussion. Thank you for being you and digging my insanity. Just one big thank you. I really couldn't do this without every one of you. Who would I tell my crazy stories to if I didn't have all you awesome peeps out there? So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. I'll talk to you next week. Oh, and something to always remember. You can only fail if you quit. Life, writing, everything is a long game. So keep at it. Cheers, y'all. Writing in Suburbia with Jake Bible is a Jake Bible Fiction LLC production, all rights reserved. All music is by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Kevin has been a huge part of the podcast community for well over a decade now. So check him out and drop him some coin if you get a chance. Full credits are in the show notes. For all links to works and stuffs mentioned in the episode, please check out the show notes or head over to jakebible.substack.com. Thank you for listening. Cheers, y'all.